0: to episode 56 of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickels. And I'm Nick Gunning. Hey, man. Uh, hi. <laughs> All right. H- how are you? I was just trying to be cordial. Oh, okay. So we talk do about new. book news, author news, and literary events. Yeah. We think, you think we don't talk about literary events, but we No, do. I know. You're right. You said yeah. with
1: the, because uh, we talk about all the awards, the awards and things. Those yeah. literary events. Things, going, book shots, obviously a literary Yeah, Yeah,
0: every, every time a book shot comes
1: out, oh my gosh, I didn't look to see if there's any bookshots shots coming out this week. Book shots are coming out of every hole in this library. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which yeah. is, they come in, yeah. we just have to cram them all sorts of places because yeah. there's so many of them. Yeah.
0: It's a good thing we're getting our vents clean then. I've
1: read one. I read one book shot. Oh uh, wait, did you already talk about it? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> okay, it was fine. It was yeah. good. It was a fast-paced thing, actually. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Sure. Today we we're sure going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little Lonely Hearts book club. Yeah. Uh, young adult style. What? So Damn I, I know. Young we haven't done books. one of these since. Why not join the giraffes? I think so. That's true. Been a while. Yeah. So we're going to go back into that. It's been a while. But first, we're going to talk about. What's up? What we've been reading? Yeah. What is up? What did you do this uh, weekend? Readers advisory here. Oh, we're not talking about what we did this sure, weekend. Sure, we can talk about. No, I didn't do anything. What we do this weekend? Well, I will tell you, I rewatched The Force Awakens. Oh, nice. And uh, I still like it. Good. Still holds yeah. up. Still feels Star Wars to me. <laughs> yeah. So I know.
0: You didn't do so during the 50th anniversary of Star Trek, you watched Star Wars. Huh. You're fair a point. Monster. <laughs> fair. Fair point. Did you do anything Star Trek-y? No.
1: Oh boy! I know.
0: I read some reviews. Wow, for, that uh, seems like a
1: huge, huge mistake on my part. Yeah. Well, I mean, not as big as Paramount's mistake. Yeah, <laughs> Paramount doing nothing the for wall. the 50th anniversary. Of they didn't, Star
0: didn't Trek, release but. Star Trek Beyond on the no. 50th anniversary. No. They didn't have the show ready for the 50th. They could have premiered the new show. I know. 50th anniversary. I know. Would gotten crazy ratings. It would have. Uh, like when? Well,
1: when, obviously, I'm... I mean that the the movie would have done way yeah. better if it would have been part yeah. of like a big 50. even if it didn't do banner. way
0: even if it just did the same business they wouldn't yeah. have had anything to lose they would have just been able to spend less on advertising yeah because like when bond came out when skyfall it, came it out everywhere. it was the fifth yeah it was, i remember everybody talking about it yeah. It was all over the internet people it's a cultural phenomenon Nonstop rankings yeah. everybody and their mother was ranking the bond films oh, I, know. I i remember sitting down and watched all the bond films in okay. preparation for yeah.
1: skyfall i know so like Star Trek could have had... Big swing and a miss. Yeah. I, I have checked out our latest installment of the IDW Star Trek series, but oh, I, haven't, okay. I haven't read it yet.
0: Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I read a somebody was doing a retrospect game review, and they reviewed uh, not the one you played. It was Star Trek Elite Force 2. Mm, yeah. so I played it. Okay. Yeah. You don't like it so much as Elite it's Force It's not as one. good. I mean, okay. Star,
1: Star Trek Voyager Elite Force right. took up the majority of my time in college. Yeah. Sure. My whole dorm floor... Yeah. We just sat, we played, we played co-op. It was great. It was amazing. That's the one good Star Trek game, if you ask me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Boy, we've turned off so many listeners right now. (laughs) They're they're clicking over. (laughs) Sorry. Anything else going on? No,
0: but like Paramount, we don't have anything else to say about Star Trek on this 50th anniversary. Go back and listen to uh, All the Books Beyond. What was that? Episode 48,
1: I think? Sure. Uh, so, I'll, I'll fact check that while you tell us what, what we're reading. About... It is. It's episode 48. All, right. all the books beyond. Eric, me, and my brother Steve talk Star Trek in episode 48. Sure do. So uh, for our bookmark segment, let's discuss what we've been reading. All right. Uh, let's see.
0: I finished Rutas Sepitas' book, Salt to the Sea. Hmm. It's, uh, it takes place in winter 1945. It's about okay. four teenagers uh-huh. uh, trying to survive. They get to the, oh, I don't remember the ship's name. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. The Wilhelm Gustloff. Mm. Are you familiar with the ship's name? No. It is the largest maritime disaster in history. Oh wow! But nobody really knows about. Yeah. Nine thousand people on this ship. Wow. Uh, about a thousand people survived. Where's Leo? Why isn't? Why he's yeah. not in that movie? So, um, how many people died in the Titanic? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't eight thousand. Probably not. So, uh, this was set during the. Um, operation hannibal or are you familiar with this where uh germany was trying to evacuate no. as the soviet union was on its way no teach me um so it follows the story of these four teenagers trying to get out of germany as that's happening they all have a secret but sometimes sure. the secret's like okay so and this is a young adult this book. is a young adult book okay. yeah New? she she wrote, she wrote the series uh the book between shades of gray which is a popular one okay. not shades of
1: not 50 shades of gray oh, has nothing to do with that it's not like a mid right. quilt to 50 shades of gray no
0: okay. no um right. 50 so shades e- of gray Rogue each one. chapter switches between the four characters okay each chapter is like maybe a page and a half maybe two and a half pages okay um it reads quickly but the problem is every chapter ends with like but it wouldn't erase what he did and it's like it does that like 50 times mm-hmm. and by the time the secret came like I don't. I didn't care about the secrets. Really well. Also, okay. the book, the cover, is uh, a bunch of life preserves sit uh, out in the ocean, out in the empty sea, out in the cold, stormy sea. Okay. Uh, the book is called *Salt to the Sea*. The description talks about the the ship and maritime disaster. It's, uh-huh. Everything you read is about this. For three hundred pages, we don't even get to the boat. Wow. So, not that you want to like draw the the shipwreck itself. Only lasts, I think, maybe like. 50 minutes okay.
1: in real time. Um, so it's a quick shipwreck. Um, I have a... I mean, it's not shipwreck-related, but I have a similar complaint about the book that I'm going to tell you okay. about. Okay. Same so, kind of thing. No,
0: the, the, it's still good, and they still cover okay. some stuff about World War II. Um, and the shipwreck scene is pretty, you know, brutal. Um, it, it's good. It, it reminds me of why I like to read so many, like, World War II fiction books when I was a kid, you okay. know, about teenagers. Yeah. Like, I would have ate this up when I was a kid. Weird. I still liked it. Well, that's good. So you didn't read that much? Like World War 2. Well, fic? in 5th no. grade, in 5th grade we did a lot on the Holocaust. So mm-hmm. we read a lot of like books
1: on, you know, people surviving the Holocaust. Yeah, you know what? I've actually never read The Diary of Anne Frank. Oh, okay. Have you read it? Yes. Is it good? Yeah, I've I read mean, it. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you, know? you can't really
0: uh <laughs> right. I'm not going to say anything bad about She's it. a terrible
1: writer. Yeah, why doesn't she?
0: <laughs> no. So this, this was good. I would definitely recommend this to young and old. So, <laughs> I
1: respect your decision not to vamp on yeah. the writing of The Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> that was very smart. So <laughs> No, I had read that and some other stuff, too, but okay. I can't remember because I didn't... You was, know. I mean, is that what kicked you off in interest, though? Diary of Anne Frank as a child?
0: Mm, I can't remember if that's what we started on. Okay. We've we read some other stuff, and I can't remember the titles of it in okay. that class, but well, I fine. used to... I mean, I survived. I think also the I Survived series. Oh yeah, still going that. strong. So I would definitely suggest Salt to the Sea if you have a kid who's uh, growing up and you know has read all the I Survived books, and mm-hmm. you need something
1: a little older for him. Salt okay. to the Sea or Adrift, if you remember that. So one. it does. It puts a nice focus on like the actual history as well. I mean, it's, yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, it talks about the uh, what, the art room. I can't remember what it's called. The, the I know
1: what you mean, but I can't help you with yeah. The, name. the
0: Golden Room, the Gem. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Hitler's like secret hidden art collection that okay. is still lost. They talk about that, and uh, Poland, uh, you know the con- how they got invaded. So, and we're, we're, we have this right in the yeah, collection? Yeah, the so young adult
1: section. New young adult or just a no? It okay. came.
0: It did come out this year though. Okay. Um, some. I think it came out like in March. Okay. Maybe even earlier than that. Okay. So so we got anyway, it, folks. Yeah. I read "Cardboard" by Doug Tenapple, creator oh. of Earthworm Jim.
1: Right. Yeah. So. I keep hearing about this. I Cardboard? mean, about you. But I, I read, I don't know, I can't remember what I was reading. came like out in 2012. Or something. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, he's the one who's written Ghostopolis and Bad Island. Oh, maybe that's um, what I'm thinking of. The Newt series, Tommy Source Rex. Okay. So he's got, like, this market on, like, okay. young adult. Maybe I'm just remembering you talking about it. Yeah, well, I just got it. I had to read it to decide if it was juvenile or young adult. It's oh, juvenile. Okay. I mean, okay. his books always kind of read like they could be for an older audience too. Okay, uh, The adults are always like so sad in these books, like these like sad sacks. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. His art makes them just look like beaten down and worn by the wind. But it's good. It's about a kid who he his dad brings him home some car- a cardboard box for his birthday, but the cardboard can come alive. Mm-hmm. So the creations go crazy. All right. Uh, I read Star Wars Lando, and so did you. I did, yeah. Otherwise, it, I mean, we both agree it should be called Star Wars uh, Lobot, Lobot yeah. the character from Empire Strikes Back, the bald white man with the like device over yeah. his ears. who's yeah. kind of a robot. We, get to, we learn all about him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know
1: he was a character I no, wanted to know. Me neither. But I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it was kind of a disappointing... I mean, I guess it just wasn't really anything to it. it was... in, in my review, I said that it doesn't add
0: anything no, to Lando. You don't learn anything about Lando... You don't feel like he grows up. You don't think right. he's gonna—he's a better person that you you meet in Empire. Yeah, and you're,
1: you're not even—you're also not even seeing like Lando when he decides to start sort of swindling. It's yeah. just like Lando, as you've already known him. Here he is yep. doing the things you expect him to do and yeah. the ways you expect him to do. So, so I mean, uh,
0: it's kind of... still you know a fun little. Oh yeah, it was a quick book. read, but. Lobot it really is Lobot's book yeah so it's
1: funny like I would kind of compare it to Chewbacca which you haven't read but no. which we do have in our collection yeah and that it's not really like a deep story but Chewbacca at least is like just a quick fun hmm. fast-paced action pack where I felt like Lando was kind of a chore here and there just a lot of reading hmm. you know well,
0: I not I was never bored oh, okay so I also read uh Star Wars Obi-Wan and Anakin by oh, Charles Salls. this is, this the one is, is a...
1: desperate for me to read
0: yeah, I'm not so much anymore. Oh, okay. It was fine. The art was really good. I gave it three stars. Um, the story was whatever. It was okay. like a filler episode of uh, Clone Wars, except this—it's uh, Anakin when he's like younger than okay. Episode Two, so it's between those. So it's a prequel to Episode Two. Okay. The thing is, I'm just sad about the Star Wars prequel era now. Yeah. I'm sad that this like the Clone Wars era is everything is like done. Yeah, Because even if they put out new stuff like this, I was reading it and it had this kind of like bittersweet, like, sar- I don't know, like kind of decrepit vibe about it. <laughs> wow. I don't know how else to say it. Take that. It feels, because we're past it, everybody's yeah. past it, you know what I mean? Oh, I like, do. Like, the movies are done, the Clone Wars cartoon is done, now we're all focusing on the original trilogy mm-hmm. or uh, the new the stuff. The future. And yeah. so I just kind of that's sad because they mentioned like Plo Koon and it made me sad because I'm like oh that's right but Plo Koon's gone now we're mm. done with all mm-hmm. these characters forever so I know your, your
1: nostalgia for the prequel era surprises me
0: well I know the movies aren't good but yeah. like I was 13 when yeah. episode 1 came out so you know all my teenage life the prequel era with the Star Wars yeah. era coming out and then even past that the Clone Wars era yeah. was still staying popular yeah that's true so I got used to hearing about those characters and everything mm-hmm. and now that it's done it's just kind of a bummer mm. So sorry, man. And the problem is, Force Awakens is good, but I feel like it didn't tell me enough stuff about
1: what's going on in yeah. Force Awakens. Like I don't. Well, I think they're building that up now with all the getting all the expanded like yeah. all the novels and comics coming. It doesn't in seem line. like they're really putting out anything about it though. About
0: you know like I don't know anything about the Knights of Ren that mm. they talk about. I don't well, know there's, anything there's about whole... the Jedi that Luke. Uh, trained yeah. before. I don't know anything about the New Order. I don't know anything about, you know, the new... Well, there's
1: a, there's a series of novels and some graphics that are that are called, you know, Road to the Force Awakens, which is supposed yeah. to bridge that gap. I haven't read any of them, so I can't tell you whether <laughs> or not they, I just, they do that, but yeah. I, I mean, they are out there. I know what you mean, though.
0: It's just hard to get into, like, this, like, you know, the Star Wars thing, because I don't know... The new Star Wars because I don't know what's going on in this. new See, Star I'm Wars.
1: okay. I, I I mean, I think that's a I think that's a storytelling device that you see not just in like Star Wars but all over the place where where you kind of just dropped into the middle of it yeah. and you just go with like you know this is where the big crazy thing happens and then after that like the threads fill out. Yeah, I mean that's I know that is a style of storytelling that I, maybe the, is not working for you with this. new The
0: original movie. movies they didn't do that much either. Like, it's it was true. just Star Wars. And, yeah. like, even Empire Strikes Back and Return, they didn't really get into stuff. You, you never know? really talk
1: about, like, the Rebels and everything. Yeah, yeah. so really it do. was
0: all the Expanded Universe stuff true. that came yeah. after that. But yeah. I guess, you and know. it's
1: funny, too, because I with, with things like that, with Star Wars and Star Trek, I tend to fill out the movies and the characters with things I've read in Expanded Universe. Yeah. And they all sort of, like, float so, together for me. But, so anyways, right. Obi-Wan and Anakin left me with, like, a bittersweet Okay. Face. Well, folks, you can judge Lando and Obi-Wan and Anakin because they're part of the new crop of graphic novels we got. Yeah, we got also the next volumes of uh, Darth Vader and the Star Wars comic. Exciting. So, uh,
0: and then I'm reading Calamity, which is the third book by Brandon Sanderson in his uh, Reckoners series. The first book was Steelheart. Oh, Oh, okay. Firefight was the second one. Okay. So this is the final book, I I think.
1: I thought you sort of... I you like Steelheart, but I thought you kinda lost it with the second one.
0: I did like Steelheart. Steelheart I read on my own, apart from the job. Okay. Uh, and enjoyed it. But yeah, Firefight was it was okay. It didn't really like I didn't enjoy it as much as this one, but we'll see if the third one's any good. Okay. I gotta finish the trilogy. Oh yeah. So Yeah, I know um, that feeling. Maybe I'll like it. It's weird. Brandon I only have the only other trilogy I've read by Sanderson, and he's written a few like series, is uh
1: the Mistborn series. Mm.
0: And I actually like the second book the most out of
1: all those okay so third one's good second books are often difficult because you're picking up threads and you're and you're setting groundwork for a big finale i was thinking third books are the are the harder one really
0: because usually in the second book you end with a lot of like dangling plot lines yeah. and uh, cliffhangers. Yeah. So the third book at the beginning it always starts out so boring for me because you have to, one, reintroduce all the characters. Mm-hmm. You have to reintroduce all their problems. They have mm-hmm. to solve those problems and then they have to actually solve like the real problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of like, I
1: I don't know, a lot of uh, yeah, what the word is. Cases. Ken Fullett Century Trilogy, the third book is definitely the yeah. one that drops it. I mean, so you are just you're,
0: you're just waiting to get to their actual, yeah. you know, thing. So yeah. anyway. All right. Uh, that's all I've been reading. All right. So in this first couple of, uh, this first 10 minutes, we've talked about a whole lot of Star Trek and a whole lot of Star Wars. Okay. And it says, this, this podcast has nothing to do with Star well, Wars I Star Trek.
1: I, I'm not going to add any more. Here's what I've been reading. I finished a bunch of stuff because uh-huh. we've gone, we've gone two weekends in between, recording so uh i read garfield chickens out <laughs> okay no, his yeah. 61st book if you I were randomly... sick of our star wars talk yeah, here we'll you talk go we'll throw no, no you not a, garfield talk about it a lot i was in burlingham books in Perry. now burlingham is partnering with us for the alexander mccall smith thing sure are providing the books so i was just there and they were having a big sale and there was the latest garfield book and i was like why not and
0: i really enjoyed it and
1: you said this is where garfield gets his groove back it, it, i do <laughs> i think so because like i sort of stopped reading garfield and then like every once in a while i'll catch it in the paper or whatever and be like well that's not even a joke he just said lasagna that's nothing and this one actually made me laugh so okay whoever's writing garfield now we can pretend it's jim it's, davis whoever's not i do you think it's a series of ghostwriters i don't think what i've heard is that he like maybe he writes it but i don't think he draws it i don't think he's jim davis he's, jim James davis patterson is like, up his garfield he's like the king of the garfield like enterprises you know huh so anyway it was good. So if you ever read Garfield in a while, check out the new book, Garfield Chicken. That was pretty good. Uh, let me tell you some other nonsensical things that I read. I read Invincible, volume 20. Yeah. Volume 20, the long-running graphic novel series by Robert Kirkman, yeah. better known for The Walking Dead. Uh, Invincible. Invincible
0: came first, though? Yeah, I but think. he's
1: better known for The Walking Dead. That's true.
0: Robert Kirkman only writes long running.
1: Yeah, apparently. So. Well, Invincible, as I mentioned last week, is coming to an end. So they're they're <gasps> closing it later in the year. Yeah. But I love this series. I, I mean know. it's it's a superhero series just, and it's just like it's so it, wacky. It, it doesn't... I mean, I guess one thing that appeals to me about it is we were having this discussion earlier today that it's hard to follow comics now because they're just all over the place. Yeah. Invincible is one title, yeah. one story, one set of characters, yeah. and it just keeps... Really? Then going. how do you
0: explain uh, Science Dog?
1: Yeah, that's true. Or guard, Guarding the Galaxy is one... Uh, all sorts of stuff all right anyway it's really good okay. volume 20 was still good so I, if you haven't checked if you've <laughs> never read invincible check it out we don't have any here but i'd be glad to get it for you interlibrary loan just let me know uh i read well i said lando we said that i read archie volume one mark wade the new, the new archie reboot guy, in our ya collection yeah i gotta tell you i picked it up once before and was like Ugh, i know no. and i was
0: upset because you had asked me I to know. get it for the young adult collection and, and time, then you wouldn't check it out no
1: because I, I, he he starts by like talking to the camera you know he's like I'm Archie and this is crazy and I, it's just so un I didn't yeah. like it it's Deadpool Archie yeah but it was so good that's like hilarious. I loved it I loved it loved it yeah. I was shocked how much I liked it Mark Wade has that nostalgic that vibe about it I I'll think you it. should read it. I know you're not a big Archie fan that's but true I think, I'm not an Archie fan I don't think you need to be though I yeah. really don't I think like if you didn't know anything about these mm-hmm. characters you would like Honestly, it there was a- it's funny it's clever it still has that sort of Retro, like '50s vibe, but it also was written very modern. So Um, there was a.
0: There was a girl sitting in our little teen section reading okay. Archie, and I asked her if she was an Archie fan, and she said no, and that she was trying to figure out what this was anyway. Oh. So she had never read Archie in the first yeah. place, but she was still reading it. Oh, that's great. So yeah, and it's an ongoing series. So we got volume two yeah. coming out in December, I think. Yeah. We got yeah. the new Jughead. I haven't read Jughead yet, so that one looks a little bit more classic. It, it does. looks like an easier. Yeah. Uh, well, told.
1: Jughead is great in the Archie one. It's mean, he? just a very funny character. Yeah. That's hilarious. Different, different. So Robert and
0: take. Uh, Betty and Veronica are getting their own yeah. series too. I saw that. The whole, the whole Archie line has been rebooted. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Josie and
1: the Pussycats? Josie and the Pussycats yeah. is
0: getting one, but Sabrina, she's getting one. Yeah. Like a, a spooky, well, ongoing a whole, series. There's a
1: whole, like, subset of Archie comics that are, like, spooky. Yeah. And Sabrina's the afterlife. That one. Up. Yeah. 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 But even more, there's, like, Halloween. It's just always yeah. been a part of it. And the new CW show, Riverdale, I think, is kind of embracing that spooky side. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> check an eye out for that because yeah. it, it looks cool. What else? Boy, I read a lot here. Uh, <laughs> I've read a few McCall Smiths. I read... Alexander I finished, McCall Smith? Yeah. I finished Chance Encounters, which That's the I was new reading one. last week. It's his latest. Uh, five stories based on five random pictures from the 50s. About half of the stories I enjoyed, the other half I thought, well, first of all, that picture has nothing to do with the story you just told. <laughs> and it just didn't really like click with me. Okay. But it was a quick read, and it was... I mean, you can were, tell him that in person. I will. <laughs> they were They were pleasant. I think if you like his style... That you'll mm. like it. Uh, okay. I, I think you can, I think this is one you could just pick up blind. It's not part of a series. How uh, am I going nice to read compact. the book while blind? Oh, braille. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There we go. Audiobook. Anyway, I, I think if, if you're if you're interested in McCall Smith mm-hmm. uh, and you like sort of, it has kind of an old fashioned, like mm-hmm. this book is meant to be kind of an old fashioned thing. Mm-hmm. And again, quick read. So I would All encourage right. you to pick that up. I also read one of his young adults, I guess more mm-hmm. of a uh, juvenile book, Five Lost Ants of Harriet Bean. <laughs> this is part of a series that All he right. writes aimed at yeah. that younger age. Didn't really work for me. Even for even for a kid's novel, it was yeah. just kind of thin. OK. It wasn't, I didn't find it fun. So I don't know, maybe kids would, but not this guy. <laughs> I finished Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead.
0: Uh, New York Times bestsellers. A New York Times bestseller.
1: And I got to yeah. tell you, this is an unpopular opinion. I was not impressed. Sorry, man. I started it, and I, and I was, uh, I liked the characters. Yeah. I, I liked the writing style. Uh, I felt like any minute it was going to go somewhere. And it just never really did. Okay. I have a frustration with, with books that have sort of a, a hook to them, like uh, well, like Rainbow Rowell's Landline, where she's talking to her boyfriend in the past. Right. You expect that to be a big center point to that book, and it is, but you could totally cut that out, and it wouldn't change much. In Underground Ooh. Railroad, yeah. the, whole, the whole thing is that the Underground Railroad is, is just portrayed as a literal railroad running underground. Right. And like, That's a weird thing to do, so you assume that there's a reason, But it's just, so it's kind of like fantasy, like historical fantasy. It's just, no, it's not even, that's the thing. It just doesn't like, it never, it never goes a step to make that relevant. I mean, if you went in and changed a few words and just made it like a traditional Underground Railroad of of people, sympathizers helping people through, it would change nothing about the book. So I don't get it. I don't get the purpose of doing that. This one star review on Amazon says horrible book,
0: completely inaccurate and with no explanation to help understand the inaccuracies. Should have been labeled
1: silly fantasy. This is this is an Amazon reviewer. This is an Amazon underground reviewer Railroad. on uh I just don't underground rider. I don't get why you set out to do something like that if you can't deliver what it is. And I also don't get like the almost universal acclaim for it because I think it's kind of a, a simple book about slavery in That's the underground four stars Railroad. on uh I think on there's a lot better that you could read. So I don't know why this one, probably the Oprah sticker helped a lot. Yeah. But this I don't just know. in.
0: Nick Gunning disagrees with Oprah.
1: <laughs> I guess I just don't know why this one like has hit so big. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be long lasting. I think we're going to get through this exciting thing. Ooh, and boy. it's just going to sort of fall into the background. So hmm. that's my prediction. Harsh. Well, it's not terrible. It's just not noteworthy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh you're a bad man. Well, here now, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, Why don't you tell us how I'm much gonna, you didn't like
0: 12 Years of Slave, I'm Nick? I'm
1: going to tra- trash this broad, uh, critically acclaimed Oprah book, uh, and then go on to talk about how much I liked Brad Meltzer's uh, Green Arrow. <laughs> so you can take that with a grain of salt. Brad Meltzer, <laughs> Brad really? Brad Meltzer, yeah. Well, right. Well-known author. Uh, book of Fates was one of his things. Yeah, Conspiracy theorist. Uh, yeah, very popular author. Uh, did a run of Green Arrow called Archer's Quest. We have this in our graphic collection. I uh, enjoyed it. Thought it was Great. really good. sure. Breath of Earth. Brand new fantasy book that I picked up. Read uh, by Beth Cato. Okay. Again, let down. Kind of in a similar Why way. Why are you picking up fantasy? I don't... It, it, Twitter. I'll blame Twitter again. Barnes & Noble was tweeting about it. Other people were jumping in and you're I not thought... A, you're not a fantasy reader, my friend. I know. You don't
0: like fantasy. Let me lay Have it out for you. Have you ever read a fantasy book
1: you enjoy? No. Let me lay <laughs> it out for you. Okay? Here it is. Breath of Heaven. It's about... Breath of Earth. Sorry, <laughs> I started thinking of hints sure. there. <laughs> Breath of Earth is about a woman who is a geomancer, so she can like yeah. manipulate the, the earth. earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's set in nineteen, the early nineteen hundreds. Okay. Where Japan and America have teamed up. Okay. And they're sort of like going against China. Mm-hmm. None of that matters like that's that's the whole plot of this book, and uh-huh. it just other than like occasionally mentioning Teddy Roosevelt, yeah, nothing sets it in the nineteen hundreds and the whole like
0: is it steampunk
1: no Whoa. it's not it's not what a mistake if you're and gonna make whole, a geomancer, you make a steampunk, I know, and then the whole like japan America like uh, merging, yeah. Like you want to hear about that, you yeah. know. Like if that's if that's going to be the setting, See, then do that. This is
0: why you shouldn't be reading fantasy. Like you should be reading historical in. fiction. Maybe, but then <laughs> they then
1: they just toss in like there's a couple of Japanese characters, and that's supposed to do it. And this is the one I'm talking about that I that it also like the book you mentioned, the C one. This book, the Salt plot, of the Sea. The plot did not start for several hundred pages. Okay, and then it started, and by that point, I was just so fatigued with it. Oh yeah. So I wasn't fatigued with we, Salt of the Sea. Okay. But I was just
0: kept going like, when are they gonna get on this freaking boat?
1: We have this in our in our news section, so maybe okay. I'm wrong, prove me wrong. So uh, you picked
0: it up because Barnes and Noble was tweeting about it.
1: Barnes and Noble and others were but and the premise sounded cool to me. And but I if thought,
0: I a trusted friend
1: yeah. co host yes. handed you a fantasy book. I know where you're going with this and let me answer. No, I would not read it.
0: I know. Yeah. But if I but if I was under the guise of Barnes and Noble on Twitter, you'd be
1: like, Oh, I'll check this out. Maybe. It's a book about guess, a man who turns into an was, eagle, but there's the, no sky in this world. <laughs> it was the historical elements, you know, mixed in that right. I just thought, well, maybe this, maybe this is the one. Okay, I was trying to try something new. Sure. But it, uh, I tried You it, had nothing it failed, to say
0: about my awesome book, which I'm going to call "Bird with No Sky." Oh my gosh, that's right? a great title. <laughs> that
1: is a great title. Currently reading. I'll be quick. Love may fail because we're doing that for a book club. You're yeah, uh, not liking it. Uh, no, I'm not. Li- I I was liking it, and I lost. I lost it a little yeah. bit when it switched narrators. It was like I didn't like that as just much. Just nothing happens.
0: No, nothing happens, and like the characters just kind of sit around while things happen around them. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to continue on like that. Agreed. I mean, you interested- might like the next person. I think okay
1: so. I'm interested to discuss it in the book club yeah. but I've lost it a little bit okay uh, reading Step on a Crack by James Patterson and Michael Ledwich. oh you shouldn't do that I know this is the first one <laughs> his Michael Bennett story I bought one of the um, book shots on my Nook uh-huh. and they were doing a thing where you would Ooh. get like a random James Patterson for free right? and it was Step on a Crack so okay. I've just been reading that it's silly it's not great but it's fast paced mm-hmm. and exciting as you would expect from a James Patterson so I mean the man knows what he's doing whether you like it or not oh, he knows darn it I also am currently reading for a graphic novel, Daring New Adventures of Supergirl. It's a reprint of, like, the classic, like, (laughs) Supergirl reboot from the 80s, 90s. So, fun Um, stuff.
0: Speaking of deals, uh, the fifth season, which was the Hugo winner for Best Novel of 2016. What was? Fifth season. The book. Oh, the book. The novel, the fifth season. (laughs) I thought you were like, I'm like, the fifth season of what? (laughs) It was... uh, it won the Hugo Best Novel Award for this year. Oh, okay. It was on Amazon for only three bucks. Wow. So I for Kindle. So Did you snatch I snatch it. I snatched it out. Okay. But now it's not anymore. Now it's back to nine ninety nine. So uh, you're gonna have to go to your local library. Do we have this? Do we have I've this? I've seen it. Here. you I think have we seen do it have okay. it.
1: Okay. So if not, get yeah, on we'll, it. I mean we'll get it if we don't have it. i so I'm wondering.
0: All right. That was was a lot of
1: bookmark. Yeah. Well,
0: it was a long weekend. Folks, uh, just get up and stretch
1: your legs for a minute. Yeah. We'll be here when you get back. Well, fix a sandwich or whatever. What if they're listening to us in the earbuds?
0: They can be doing that right now. Oh, that's true. Somebody's jogging right now and, like, oh, slow down, guys. This jog is only 20 minutes long. That's true. Okay. All
1: right. Then we should stretch it. No,
0: let's talk more about Green Arrow. Slow down. Why would we slow down
1: if she needs us done quicker? Oh, she needs it quicker. Yeah, I don't know anything. Okay, all right. So, wait, what'd you say about Green Arrow? I said let's stretch it by talking about Green Arrow more. (laughs) Let's not. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about the world of books. What's coming out new? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's we've only been doing this for a year. I know. I will mention that we've got a, a new paperback copy of Girl on the Train. So if you nice. if you're to read that before October seventh, we have two copies now, and they're almost always checked out. So you can put a hold mm-hmm. on it. You can also join us for the book club because that's what we're reading for Page Turners. What else is like super popular here at the library right now? We've all three
0: of our copies of uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child are checked out yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. So, popular. that well, motorcycler the he ones, just grabbed a copy. The ones that
1: we always talk about that uh, are still on the list. <laughs> all the light we cannot see, night and day. Bestsellers list is always almost gone. always checked yeah. out. You know so. so. The, this, the classics. And yeah. we just, our graphic novels remain very popular. Yeah. We've proved it today through <laughs> detective true. work. Yeah. Uh, so let me tell you what we've got coming down the pike here. First up, coming out November 7th. So you got a few months. Jack Reacher is back. In night school,
0: just in time for his new movie, Jack Reacher never sleeps. Yeah, yeah thank you. I don't I know what gonna, it's called. I was
1: going to bring that up. Oh, sorry. Yes, no, it's all right. October twenty first, uh, Never Go Back, starring Tom Cruise, That's right. is coming out in theaters. Uh, and this is based on book eighteen. I, I'm not this far in the series, so I the movie, read
0: it. this movie number two, is book is based on book number eighteen.
1: Yeah. What well, was? Movie number one based on uh, one of the high, book nine or something. They're not really going in order. You don't really have to. The Reacher okay. books kind of reset each time because okay. he's just sort of a drifter. Yeah, uh, Tom they're Cruz. good. He's I such like a, a, a There was a rumor choice. a while back that uh, that the Fleming estate contacted Lee Child and wanted him to pick up the James Bond franchise. And he didn't want to do it. That's a rumor. Really, I, I can't prove that. But that he didn't was, write uh, one. Who wrote and Mortis? Anthony Horowitz. Right. Yeah. Horowitz, author of the Alex Rider series, got himself in series. trouble a while ago. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Never Go Back is the movie coming out October 21st. <laughs> After that, we're going to have Night School, uh, book number 21. This is where Jack November Reacher 7. just goes and takes night classes. Here's, here's the, here's, let me tell you the interesting thing about the Jack Reacher series. <laughs> and I can't really think of another series that does this. The timeline is Nonsense. So this one, for example, it's 1996, and Reacher is still in the army. In the morning, they give him a medal, and in the afternoon, they send him back to school. That night, he's off the grid, out of sight, out of mind. The timeline jumps around. You'll pick yeah. up one, and it'll randomly be set when he was military police. Hmm. You'll pick up the next one, and it'll be set 20 years later when he's just roaming free. Also, the perspective changes. Sometimes wow. first person, sometimes third. You know. So it's just very unique. You know what else used
0: to do that? What? The Conan the Barbarian stories. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, robert e howard's conan stories like sometimes you'd meet like old conan and he's Uh a king and he's Uh you know tired and you'll go back and you'll meet like young conan like fresh into the wild Mm -hmm. and like it switches back and forth yeah and so you never know like is this going to be an older conan story a younger one or who's telling the story so yeah maybe lee child's a big conan the barbarian fan. it's
1: interesting too because they're so different because when he's when he's just roaming free i mean he's got no mm-hmm. connections he's just walking into town with mm-hmm. his little clip-on toothbrush and yeah. like a set of clothes he's wearing that's it you know what else does that when he's in the army he's just the uh in the army you know it's a totally different feel the clone wars cartoon does that that's true it's
0: one episode you might be following a yeah. character story Bounces and then t- an around. episode later you'll be
1: 50 years in the past well and this, the switching perspective is rare too yeah i mean we're jumping back i know archer Mayer's uh joe gunther series does yeah. that Switches maybe it's how they keep but... themselves uh Interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean, what what book number is this? 21. I mean, if you've been writing a character yeah. for 21 books, you're probably going to yeah, want to switch it up. True.
1: Well, and it it This does, one, he's an ape. It really does change the flavor of the books, yeah. too. And I don't think I have a preference, which one I like. Hmm. I do prefer post-Army Jack Reacher stories ah. versus when he's a, a military police. But I just think it works better. Do you think the
0: movies will do that?
1: I don't know. I, I doubt it. I mean, the movies seem to be just, doing, just following their own thing you know they're they're not uh sure following the books in order but anyway so you got lots of jack reacher coming out Mm -hmm. uh next we have and this is a book that i will definitely read oh uh the sleeping beauty killer the next in the under suspicion series by mary higgins clark and ala burke so Uh, the cinderella murders snow Mm -hmm. white Stock. excuse me stockings no that's not what it's called stocking of snow white i can't remember what the all dressed in white is the second one who would that be i don't know Somebody getting married—that's yeah. not a fairy tale. No, I guess that, well, I mean, you fe- you feel like it's a fairy tale it, when you yeah. get married. So the premise of this show is uh, <laughs> there's a show called Under Suspicion, mm-hmm. and they solve cold cases. And yeah. with each novel, they actually tales. solved a cold case. So oh, okay. they have nothing to do with fairy tales other than the the title. So hmm. this is book three. It's, it's spun off of a Mary Higgins Clark. I think I've got you under my skin was the original book. Ugh, like Scavies, yeah. But uh, this is book three in the series that she co writes with Ella Fairberg. Hmm. Elephant Uh, Burke? Al-Affair. Son, or, sorry, daughter of James Lee Burke, author of The Dave Roba Show and other series. Huh. So this is coming out uh, November 15th, so you can put your hold request on it, but it's going to be after mine, because I I know people. I could pull some strings. Yeah. So, anyway, that's two. Uh, Next, we have (laughs) Michael Connolly is back with a Harry Bosch novel. This is uh, book, let's see, 21 in the Harry Bosch series. You've, mm. you've read no Michael Connelly? Is that, that right? That is correct. Okay. Have you seen have you seen the movies? <laughs> I felt L- like, uh, no, I haven't. But Lincoln I also lawyer, just felt like, uh, oh my gosh, my
0: hilarious guy, Chris Farley. Oh. Oh my, I can't believe oh, I had that yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That is correct. You're right. Little Willie <laughs> Madison throwback. Yeah. Uh, so Michael Connelly. Can we just
0: turn this into a Chris Farley podcast? Absolutely. Just rewatch all his films? Yeah. It's only like five movies,
1: right? Yeah. Not a lot. No
0: next five episodes
1: that's true black sheep tommy yeah, boy I, w- I will watch Black. beverly sheep. hills ninja the people want to know about harry bosch though so <laughs> okay I'm uh i'm not going to spoil this because uh this this book uh, book not. 21 wrong side of goodbye yeah. represents uh, a pretty big change in the mm. status of the character so i if you're if you're catching up on these i don't want to tell you what's coming so Season i'm not gonna
0: three just ended of the, of the show of the amazon on series? amazon show yeah. all right
1: so i'm not gonna tell you what the change is here okay. but just know Harry Bosch is going to do his Harry Bosch thing in in book 24. Uh, if you are a big Michael Connelly fan, you can always go back to episode 42, uh, Spotlight on Michael Connelly, when we talked all things Michael Connelly. Coincidentally, sure also... With my brother, Steve, as a guest. Huh. This is the Steve Throwback Podcast. You should just be
0: here. I know. You know what, though? Steve, for heaven's sakes, just move here. If he was, I wouldn't be able to get a word in edgewise. You'd be like, isn't that right, Steve? He's like, that sure is Nick. And you guys would just be agreeing back and forth.
1: Steve's a big talker. I think (laughs) folks who've heard his episodes know he's... I have
0: uh, an opinion. Yeah.
1: No? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So that's coming out uh, November 1st. Steve, if
0: you're listening, I'm sorry. You you don't bogart the mic.
1: Yeah, thank you. Well, you like to say that. Bogart the mic. Yeah, you do. That's like your favorite phrase. That's okay. That's really? That
0: yeah. Who 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 would agree with you on that? Steve? Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> right, Steve. Let's call him. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Uh, large print. Now we talked about this one a while back, so I'm not going to go into it too much. I bought get you a Harry Bosch T-shirt. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Iris Johansen's Kendra Michaels series, book four, Night Watch, which we discussed a while back. Yeah, we did. Uh, is also coming out in large print. We will have that in December. So if you're a large print. Fan of Iris Johansson? Wait a little longer, and uh, once the large print copy comes out, mm-hmm. we'll have it.
0: And if you're a fan of Scarlett Johansson, there's a movie called *Under the Skin*, which is a strange and interesting science fiction film that you may not have heard of. Really? Yeah. Is it new? Uh, it Came out like two years ago. Huh. So, is it the one where she's like
1: an alien? No. Yeah. What are you thinking? The one where she like fights? Where she's like Lucy? Yeah. No, everybody heard of Lucy. Oh, okay. So yeah. no. I almost picked up Ex Machina, speaking of sci fi movies and Hugo winners. Yeah, we have that here. Do we? In our collection. Oh, maybe I'll check it uh, out. As soon as I got
0: here, it was one of the first DVDs I bought. Is it one? Yeah, you it's, think it's like really it? good. Uh, it has multiple Star Wars people in it. Really? Yeah, it has uh, Oscar Isaac and uh, Dommel Gleason. Oh, okay. So, huh. And uh, the, the girl who's. Is Carrie Fisher in it? No, she's oh, not. not the, there's only one other person in it. It's the girl um, whose name I can never pronounce. Vintkinter? <laughs> she was in uh, Man from Uncle. Uh, oh. the new uh, Jason Bourne movie. Okay. She has... I can't... I know who you mean, but I, okay. I'm not going to be able to help you with the name. She, I believe she's playing the new Lara Croft. Really? In the new <laughs> Tomb Raider wow. reboot they're doing. For yes,
1: them. the reboot no one asked for. Yeah.
0: That it kind of seems stupid not to try to get Angelina Jolie back. Yeah. Like, she's not any less of a star than she was... I would say she's a bigger star. Really?
1: Angelina Jolie when was back in 2001? I don't know. She was, like, in movies back then. She's, she was now in she just like, what she was in Maleficent. Has, yeah, but how long ago was that? Two years ago. So that was like a Disney cartoon movie.
0: So you're saying Angelina Jolie today, playing Lara Croft again. You don't think it would make bank?
1: No, I don't. Wow. I mean, she has name recognition, but I don't think she's like an active movie star anymore.
0: Hmm. I think she's I mean, one of those wrong. I think she's one of those stars that like star meets concept now. Like I think that's mm. why Maleficent like made as much money as it was because like angelina yeah, jolie angelina as maleficent jolie. is such like a good thing yeah maybe so i think they should cast her as uh, the bride of frankenstein i think she has that, Oh, well, that uh... makes sense that, yeah,
1: that kind of. Yeah, she does. I can picture it very well. So yeah. see, Star yeah. meets
0: concept, Man, it's yeah, a thing. Hey,
1: I'm with you. Finally coming out uh, in <laughs> okay. December for Love. can we just fought
0: over Tomb Raider.
1: Long way, <laughs> long way gone by Charles Martin. Okay. No matter where you go, no matter whether you succeed or fail, stand or fall, no gone is too far gone. You can always come home. Yeah, but what sounds, if, sounds inspirational? What if I've gone a little too far? Well, then you can't come home. Oh obviously. man, <laughs> obviously. All right, so that's going to do it for our upcoming book news for the uh what, what do we call those
0: things advanced notices advanced notices. you've all been yeah. noticed in advance yep. so but we've got some new books coming out tomorrow well not tomorrow let me, ask you, let me tomorrow. ask you a
1: preemptive what? question am i going to be excited about any of these is there anything i'm going to want, run out and read i hope so
0: oh okay broaden your horizons well, i like maybe. your optimism <laughs> okay now. okay uh these are the books that are coming out september 13th okay 2016 all right so me and the people are ready you and the people. The people, our listeners. The, okay. Uh, an Obvious Fact, A Longmire Mystery by Craig Johnson. Mm, tried. I tried to read the first one of
1: those, and okay. I just didn't like the style. All They're right. still very popular, though. Yeah.
0: Long, Western kind of?
1: Longmire? Uh, they have the feel of a Western. They're set contemporary, though. Longmire is
0: also a TV show on Netflix. Yeah, it started <laughs> on A&E. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yep. Uh, Body on the Bayou. Body, oh, a, a Cajun Country Mystery by Ellen Byron. Hmm. There's a lot of, uh... Anyway. uh... That's gonna be a good read, I guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, there's a Basset Hound on the cover. Oh, yeah. Is this a dog book? (laughs) I did. Okay, you have Here, me here's Cajun, the last... Here's, really. I know, right? Here's the last description. Okay. There's a gumbo, pot, a gumbo pot full of suspects, including... Is that true?
1: Is that true? <laughs> including
0: an ex-Marine with PTSD, an annoying local newspaper reporter, and Vanessa's own spark plug of a mother. But when it looks like an investigation is zeroing in on Vanessa as the prime suspect, wow. Maggie reluctantly adds keeping the bride to be out of jail to her list of mm-hmm. maid of honor responsibilities mm. in Body on the Bayou, the second... In the Ellen Byron Charming and Witty series. So, this is um, a. I don't know what the other one was called.
1: Okay. We're going to look it up right now as I go on to the other one. You know what? While you're looking it up, let me tell you something that I forgot. I wanted to mention this for you in particular. James S.A. Corey's uh, Leviathan Wakes Through the Expanse series, book six, is set to come out December 6th of this year. It's Babylon's Ashes. Ooh. You excited about that? Who is the author again? James S.A. Corey, author of Leviathan Wakes. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's book six in the Expanse series. I only just read the second one. I'm you know, so well, behind on this. You got a few months. Anyway, yeah. that's that's also coming out down the road. Uh,
0: the first book was called Plantation Shunders. The first of this Shudders. Bayou, Bayou Bayou book. Shudders, Plantation Shudders. There's a basset hound on the cover.
1: Yeah. I I like it. What is it? I'll do it for a book club. Too. What's, the, what's the first book called? Uh,
0: the first book is called uh, Plantation Shudders. Okay. It's uh, the Cajun Country Mystery. I love it. So you wouldn't start with the second one? No. The, uh, but the second one's called uh, Body on the Bayou. I know. All well, right.
1: I got to see if, we, if there's enough copies in the system. Okay. Ann really Pratchett funny. has Commonwealth coming out. Did you mm. ever read an Ann Pratchett book? No. What is she known for? I don't know. Is it Patchett? Patchett, maybe? I, well, how does it spell? Is I've already closed the window. Oh, okay. All right.
0: <laughs> it's a mystery. Only time will answer, oh. but not for us, because we are like dust in the wind. It's Patchett. Oh, well, all right, and Patchett. You're probably thinking of Terry Bratchett. Terry Bratchett, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Fates and Traitors, a novel of John Wilkes Booth. What? Now, you're a big uh, John Wilkes Booth fan, right? Nope. No, I mean of his acting career. No.
1: Oh, his acting career? Sure, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what he's most known for. (laughs) Sure is. Jerusalem by Alan Moore. Bad news, man. What? We only have three copies in the whole system of Plantation Shutters. What about? That's not enough for me to do a book club on. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry. Maybe you can get a few more. Yeah, maybe. All right. Did you hear what I said? Fellow STLS librarians, please order a copy of Plantation Shutters so that I may <laughs> borrow them from you to do my book club in 2017. All right. Did you hear what I said? No. Uh, Jerusalem by Alan Moore. Alan Moore, the crazy oh, of comic swamp book
0: thing. writer. Of, sure, of Swamp Thing. Isn't that the... I would also say Watchmen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would say he's probably known more for Watchmen.
1: All right. Anyway. I'm not going to argue with you. That's fine.
0: Comic book art, uh, author of Watchmen, V for Vendetta... Swamp Thing. Oh, Swamp Thing, and yeah. uh, other books. Yeah, whatever right, happened whatever, to the Man of yeah, Tomorrow?
1: That is whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow in yeah. our Superman episode, if you'll recall. Is one of your favorites. I listed that as one of my all-time yeah. favorites, and that stands. And you didn't want to, to read it at day. first. Uh, no, I didn't. Superman episode, by the way, episode thirty-one. Yeah. What which Steve, one was that? Was Steve that, is not in that. Was that all the, all books? the books v Superman episode okay. thirty-one?
0: Um, so he's got a new. I think this is a novel it's a novel now okay i, I think he said he's ret- officially retired from comic books they'll get him back yeah i feel like he he did that like 10 years ago <laughs> but anyway let's see what do we got here uh the subtle art of not giving a f word wait a counterintuitive approach what to living a good life the f word i can't say on air and Just keep write our it clean down. rating okay write
1: it down all right Oh, my God!
0: I'm sorry. Eric, you told me to. Wow. This is by Mark Manson. Oh, that was not cool. In this generation-defining self-help guide, a superstar blogger. Oh, okay, Oh, boy. Cuts through the crap what, to what show generation? us how to stop trying to be positive all Would the time. Would that be 2004? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blogger. Take my uh, bloggers. Right, is that done for? Oh, we got one more fiction. Nutshell, a novel by Anne McEwen. Ooh, I
1: don't know this. I like oh, that
0: name. Uh, author of Atonement oh okay. and the children act okay so i'm a big fan of the sister act
1: oh yeah <laughs> so my friend rochelle yeah uh, could can do all of sister act too you don't even have to press play she can just tell you all the words and all the wow. songs back in probably habit. all the dance moves yeah that's the one it's called right yeah <laughs> someday they got to complete that trilogy what
0: if step up the series step up okay okay crossed
1: over with sister act and yeah. they called it sister act kicking the habit oh my gosh that's so good you know what i would like to take a minute to just um address Whoopi goldberg personally and say Whoopi, eric and i both love the sister act films we love one we love two <laughs> okay <laughs> eric's if you agreeing say that. <laughs> we want to complete the trilogy so Whoopi, I, please i was one of the few people to watch uh theodore rex did you watch theodore rex yeah as a kid wow i've actually seen eddie i also saw eddie yeah yeah you know if we're talking Whoopi goldberg for a minute let me just tell you that i love Jumpin' jack flash Have you ever seen Jumpin' jack flash was that oh my gosh it's so good she gets like pulled into a spy world and it's the first movie to ever use like instant messaging as a plot point no she's like communicating with someone over the computer i didn't see that one it's so good what's
0: the one where she was a babysitter a babysitter she was like a
1: nanny I don't remember that. All right, I can't remember. I saw this that too. No. <laughs> JK. Man. She was in Turtles, too, speaking of... Uh, she was. She was in the new, the, yeah.
0: the Turtles reboot. Yeah. So, yeah. I've seen a lot of Whoopi Goldberg films. Yeah,
1: and Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, that's Gaiden. true. Spotlight and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh We're God. scrapping the Lonely Hearts Why book club. Why um, <laughs> All Whoopi
0: all the time. <laughs> all right, I've got some comic books here that are coming out. Okay. Spider-Man Deadpool Volume 1. Isn't it bromantic? Weird. So, they... I don't know if this is going to be... It doesn't say ongoing so i oh. think this is just like a but volume one kind of implies that they'll be oh you know two. what it says one through five and then eight. Oh, okay so i guess it is yeah so spider-man and deadpool are teaming up hmm. we got a new uh it's a lot
1: of quippy dialogue
0: yeah uh black panther has a new series black panther a nation under our feet book one so we, we have some of his some black panther comics in our collection yeah, we do. and they've
1: checked out oh hey did you hear that they're making a black lightning tv show yeah isn't that weird? That is a weird choice. I don't think I've ever seen Black Lightning in anything. Was he on Super Friends or uh He was on Justice Super League? Friends. Uh, Static Shock. I know Black Vulcan. Is it the same character? No. I don't think so. I think it is.
0: Which one was on Super Friends? Black Vulcan. Black Lightning, I think, is a different character.
1: But Black Vulcan's whole thing is like shooting I think if they only like,
0: I, yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. All right. I think Black Lightning was in the comics first. Oh, okay. But you would know before I do. All right. Hey, the Star Wars comic book series, uh, they're collecting the first 12 issues in a volume, like an ultimate volume. So we we have them in their, like, five issues of volumes series. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking to get uh, the first 12 issues, here you go. Uh, Let's see. Killing the Rising Sun, How America Vanquished World War II Japan by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard. So I think this is one of their uh, oh, like yeah. their children, like nonfiction.
1: There books. there is a book, Killing the Rising Sun. Is that yeah. was that what you said? Yeah. There's an, yeah, that's part of that series. Hey, so. let me answer this Black Lightning question here. Black Vulcan is the character on Super Friends who was based on Black Lightning, but they couldn't use him on the show because DC was having a rift with Black Lightning's creator, so they just made up Black Vulcan. Huh. And they're essentially the same. Who character. is his creator? Uh, Tony Isabella. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So there you go.
0: All right. Let's see. We got three more things. I'm gonna go. What I think is most interesting, whatever, I don't, I, I have no way to do this. Going Geek wow, okay. by Charlotte, uh, Huang? Yeah. Okay. It's a young adult book. A girl returns to her exclusive East Coast boarding school and find that she's no longer one of the cool kids on campus. In the second novel from the author of For the Record, I have ordered Going Geek. I you just have? Re- I just realized it's oh. a sequel. So now I have to go
1: get For the Record. <laughs> What's the, For the Record is the first yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. So,
0: uh, uh, Going Geek by Charlotte Hong. It, it looks fun. These these kind of books, these like uh, slice of life, uh, growing up stuff, they're really popular. Yeah, the Sarah it. Sarah De- book okay. kind of style. Anyway, I see uh, Ghost Ooh. by Renea Telgemeyer. I'm scared. Oh, Renea Telgemeyer. Right. Yeah, I said Renea. Who we met? Yeah, we did. Uh, Renea Telgemeyer. She's this is her new original graphic novel. Author of Ghost, of Smile, Smile, and uh, Sisters and Drama. drama. Yep. And the babysitter. Yeah, she writes uh, the babysitter, graphics. the graphic novel adaptation, of an X Men manga. That's right. Yeah, that was actually really good. Mm. She she has a license to print money when she puts her she name can, on a graphic. She novel. She can actually print money. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, wow. we, we're going to have multiple copies of this in our collection. Yeah. So I've if seen you them. have a child who loves uh, Telgemeier, you got to get him Ghost. Yeah. Also, Nick, this is more for you, my. Have you have you only read drama, or did you read all of them? I only read drama. Okay. And X Men. Okay. The X Men misses. Right. This one's more for my wife. Okay. Uh, coming out September thirteenth, Hamilton, two thousand and seventeen wall calendar. Uh oh. <laughs> Good news. So, uh, she's gonna be hanging this in her classroom. I'm probably gonna get it too. Yeah. No, I bet you I'm will. not. I, I, I prefer bet you the will. Uh, animal ones. This month is bears. Wow. It's very exciting. That's exciting. So last month manatees i don't know if you know this about me nick but yeah i think manatees are dumb animals yes i know I've seen i know it. they're I've actually the video. like
1: i know they're actually like slightly hey, intelligent can you do me a solid yeah can you post your manatee video on our twitter page okay yeah sure eric made a manatee when, when did you make this video 2009 yeah 2010 yeah maybe we're gonna post it on our twitter yeah. eric's hatred of manatees it's going I... on there <laughs> keep it on all right at all the book show on twitter. okay uh <laughs> it's, it's too late you've already all committed right.
0: Wow. All right. We got some book news. Uh, this is the uh, New York Times bestsellers list. Oh, wow. Are you I'm ready? Excited. Yes, I am. All right. Number 10, mm-hmm. The Nightingale, Kristen Henna. Jeez, OP. Oh, Nick's favorite. Go book. away. It's like visiting an old friend for him. Uh, mm. Before the fall, disappeared off this list so quickly, didn't it? Did it? It, it feels like it. Hmm. But I guess it was on the list for 14 weeks. That's number nine, good, yeah. Sting by Sandra Brown. Okay. Uh, ooh, new this week, number eight. The Jealous Kind by James Lee Burke. Hmm. Not a fan. I don't like his writing. Number seven, All the Light We Cannot See. There it is. I wonder if it's because uh, there's a movie
1: out that actually kind of bombed. Are you, again, thinking of the light between oceans? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, Light Between Oceans. Yeah. Wait, is
1: that not on this list? But it bombed. Ooh, yes. That's old. That came out a long time ago. Hmm. All right. That's Uh, M.L. Stedman.
0: Number six, Truly Madly Guilty. <laughs> by Leanne Moriarty. Uh huh. Ooh, number five is new. The Knicks by Nathan Hill, an aspiring writer who spends too much time playing video games, investigates the past of the mother who abandoned him. Interesting. I wonder how those things connect. I don't know. Wait, just like in Mario Brothers, my mom went down a warp pipe and never came back.
1: Is this a thing? What, what I don't mean? know. No, I was oh, just coming you're just up with that. that up. Okay. Uh,
0: number four, Nick. We cannot do this bit again. Okay. All right. You have to promise me. Okay. Promise me. Okay. Is that a promise? What is it? Number four. <laughs> the woman in cabin ten by Ruth Ware. Should a travel I writer it? on a cruise is certain she has heard a body thrown overboard. No, you're just no being But no one crazy. believes her. <laughs>
1: You're being paranoid. No need to disturb anyone. <laughs> I have to, sir. Ma'am, I heard ma'am, I have to get the food please. out to everyone. Please. Oh. I'm just
0: a chef. I'm going in after him. No, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. You were right. <laughs> it was just water.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Oh, my gosh. Number three, rushing waters.
1: <gasps> oh, no. Is that true? Yeah. The girl in cabin 10 jumped into rushing
0: waters? Yeah, by Danielle Steele. She's not coming back from that. Danielle
1: Steele has two on here? What was the first one? Oh. Is it Sting, not Daniel Steele?
0: No, Sandra Brown.
1: Sandra Brown. Oh, I you always fool. no, I always confuse those two. Daniel Steele's
0: rushing water is six people okay. cope with a hurricane in New York City. mm Mm-hmm. Look out. Did you you guys think that was a hurricane? No, it's just just some taxis traffic <laughs> by. I swear it was a no! hurricane. I think it might have Can been. Can you just cope, please? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'll be the new bit. We'll yeah, be back. I like it. I like it. Number two, The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. Yep. Nick's favorite. You tend not to like the books off the New York Times bestsellers list?
1: I don't think that's that true. That you read? What was the last one you true. read? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've read the more poppy ones. I, you know, I liked... Uh, no, because I didn't like the most recent Stephen King either. See? I don't know. Yeah. I like that Mary Higgins Clark. Okay, there you go. I liked NYPD Red. But th- again, those are like a goofy light books. Yeah, so and those only stay there for the week yeah, they come out. That doesn't really count. Number
0: one... Is new. It's a great <gasps> reckoning. I'm excited by Louise Penny. Oh, Louis Penny, Louise, Louise, yeah. an instructor at the police academy is found murdered, perhaps by one of the cadets favored by Amin gamash the retired homicide oh. Oh, yeah. chief of the oh boy, it's French. Uh, yeah, so de Quebec. Cool
1: Thanks, man. <laughs> anyway. That's that. This is on the book club. Not this one, but the first in that series is on the book club for next year. So. Which your, one? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. The now. Louise Penny one. Still Waters, maybe. Whatever mm. the first one is. Wait,
0: Still Waters.
1: It's <gasps> <laughs> a lot of Waters. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. You, you hit the list. Yeah, that's that's when I say number one. That's the end of the list. Okay. Well, you know what that means. What? Hit it, Ben.
2: Lonely arts
1: Thanks Ben. Uh, I never tire. Are you going to leave never, now? I never Do you need t- us to
0: call us a cab? Roger, no, no, can he's you call fine. Ben he's a cab? It. Don't act Roger. I'm sorry. Roger, no. no.
1: Please now now listen, he's a friend of ours and please Oh jeez. No. Okay. Well, yeah. he just pantsed him. <laughs> ben, I'm sorry. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. not a fan of Roger, but that was pretty funny. Know, look, I'm impressed that he was able yeah. to hear. Ben Ben's pants are so tight. I don't know how he ever yeah. Good well, Roger, yeah. thank you. It's all yeah. it's all fun and games yeah. so someone loses a pair Big of pants. Big into the
0: the panda boxers. Yeah, and a better boxes. Yeah, yeah. good for you, band. Ben. Good <laughs> so. for you.
1: Anyway, that music <laughs> yeah. uh, signals that Eric and I are going <laughs> to delve into the the depths of our stacks. Yeah, and find. Did a you say bo- stags? Stacks. Oh, and find a book that, uh, for whatever reason, the people of Wellsville have passed over for decades. not only
0: the people of Wellsville for decades, but the people of the entire STLs system. Yeah, no one be. has even reco- nope. no one's been like,
1: I will request hard pass, hard pass. Uh, All right, stamping so the turkey herd. What we do here is we I I. Uh, Make a report of all yeah. the things that we have in the stacks yeah. that have never circulated. Sure do. Uh, and from there, uh, comb through that. I find one that I think is intriguing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're good. That's rare. <laughs> Mostly they're bad. And I want to read the, the Wolfen. Right decision. The wolfin is still, yeah, the wolfin and the Snowman. Go back and listen to those episodes because those were both intriguing books. You want, want to read, read The those. Snowman. I want to read The Snowman. I
0: but I want to read The Wolfen. I also kind of wanted to read Blake's Therapy because it sounded nuts. It did sound <laughs> crazy. Are you going to read The Wolfen this Halloween? Last year you said I did say Halloween, that. I didn't include it. I was making a list in my head of what I want to read, but I didn't include it. I guess I I'm going to have to. Yeah, you have Maybe to. Maybe if I start it like next week. Ahead. Well, yeah. maybe if I start one of the non-ish Halloween
1: books. That's true. This this is episode eight, by the way, if you want to go the Wolfens. Episode yeah. eight. Yeah. The Wolfen's early. We only really got early. a couple
0: more weeks until we get to our Halloween month I know. of episodes. Eric's excited.
1: Yeah. yeah. We'll have to find another uh, Halloween-themed so yeah i agree <laughs> so typically we uh we do adult books this time uh yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do another ya book and like you said the these... previous one was uh why not one of the drafts yeah. but also
0: a lot when uh our friend amy coon was on the show that's right and we did uh we judged the books by yeah, their cover We judged
1: books by their cover yeah which you're not supposed they had to do never checked out either no so that's right that's right but we haven't focused on one so my choice for today has led to another little mystery Okay. When I pick these books I usually like to find out a little bit about the author, see what other things they've written, Mm -hmm. like what their deal is. The author of this book is Roy Brown, which is first a very common name. Mm -hmm. Nothing in the book says anything about the author. Okay. There's no bio on any of the sites that I would normally look at. Okay. I found sort of an incomplete list of other books by this author. And it's hard to know if they really are, because again it's a very common name. So I know nothing about Roy Brown. So folks I can't help you if you're a relative of this Roy Brown. If you know this Roy Brown, let me know because I'm curious now. Okay. Our choice for today is called the Cage. Ooh. All right. So here's older? The, here, it what's is. the copyright? Yeah. Let me tell you. I'm gonna look it up here. Original original price six ninety five hardcover in Canada? Price. Not no. In America. No. In Canada, it'd be like twenty dollars. Yeah.
0: I don't know what's going on in Canada.
1: Uh, copyright nineteen seventy six. All right. All right, so All the
0: YA books you grab from my collection are uh, I know, 70s older. books for this. They're older.
1: Now, there is an old card in here. Ooh. But, oh, no, I think it is It is from this one. All right. So what we've got here is one that did circulate pre the computer era. Okay. So this is a little clue here that it did have some interest when it came out. Yeah. In the uh, 70s. Yeah, right. Not not for quite a while, yeah. but it's here. Uh, hey, man, check cage. out the cage. Take it's a look one, at this.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yep. So what It's got, black like, and the white? The cover is black and white. We have like a pencil or charcoal drawing of an odd little boy with a flashlight in sewers or a tunnel. Uh, I mean, it's bricks. That boy looks bikes. like he has
0: Benjamin Button's disease. Yeah, he
1: does. He's a little creepy. He's got kind of a Robin Williams vibe. Look at those eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Lost
0: in the cave. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, turn on the light. Oh, wait. wait, wait. It's the shadows. Shadow <laughs> the dancing. Oh, my gosh.
1: Thank you. Uh, two, two other boys coming out of a, a closet back here in the background. Now, there's no other information. Why did you see... Oh my my on the back. It's just the picture just completes, it, and you see more open doors and another kid sneaking Like around. the
0: door they went through there yeah. just brought them to this door. Yeah,
1: that's right. Like a Scooby-Doo situation. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, the, the like font. Like, Zeiss, man, we're trapped in a cage! It's red. Uh-huh. The, the font is red. It says, The Cage, by Roy Brown, author of Find Debbie! Exclamation point. So he's
0: big into kids getting lost and Find kidnapped
1: debbie, yeah it seems like he was mostly a YA author from what i can tell but again the information Mm-mm, is sketchy. it was the 70s that where, was before there was the YA yeah that's true where there would normally be author information there's only information about Find debbie no picture just talk about a previous book huh. so very very maybe he doesn't exist peculiar what
0: if this is a man who literally trapped kids in a cage that's and then scary. wrote about the experience and then published it and people were like, "What great yeah. works of fiction!" Yeah, but I he like had to it. come up with a different name and no picture.
1: Uh, it's pretty low. I mean, there's there are five, five ratings on Goodreads. Ooh, never Two gets that. reviews. <laughs> uh, so it's a pretty obscure book. It's not one that's it's not one that's stuck. Uh, Can I tell you something really, though? Yeah,
0: the cover. While ugly, yeah, also intriguing.
1: I know it is. It <laughs> is. When I picked it up, I was like, hmm. And like
0: that boy looks terrible, yeah, well, but a me, bunch let of let kids trapped this. underground right. in a
1: I know. labyrinth. Well, let, me, let me read you a little bit of the synopsis. This is from the inside cover the cage. The young man woke up alone in the cell with no knowledge of who he was or what he was doing there. Hold
0: on. You just described Maze Runner in two yeah, sentences. That's In a sentence.
1: The cell door wasn't locked so he could wander at will through the damp, shadowy corridors of the underground prison. He found food on a platform at the base of a shaft. That's also the Maze Runner. <laughs> yep. Yeah. James but Dashner read the cage. But encountered no other person, neither fellow prisoner yeah. nor guard. He returned his <laughs> pants. <laughs> <laughs> Returning at last to the cell, he noticed a name on the door. O'Malley. Was it his? Just like Maze Runner. It triggered no (laughs) memories, none whatsoever. Later, this first baffled prisoner is joined by a second boy, a third, and more. This is the Maze Runner. This is the prequel to Maze Runner. (laughs) Seriously. Each has a vividly different personality, but all their pasts are as blank as O'Malley's. As the boys explore the confines of their subterranean world. So just make that a maze. Yeah. Uh, the mystery deepens. Is this a prison at all, or <gasps> have they been chosen to take part in some bizarre experiment?
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> like laboratory animals, tensions mount when some of the boys begin to suspect that one of them is an informer.
0: Oh my! <laughs> exactly <laughs> the Maze Runner. Runner.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. But, but which one? With its absorbing interplay of personalities and steadily mounting suspense, the cage raises questions about such issues as mind control and behavior conditioning. <laughs> the ironic climax offers no final answers, but does affirm the resilience of a human mind and spirit. It leads to uh, so scorch trials. Yes. <laughs> that is that is really like, That's dead nice. on yeah. with the plot of the Maze Runner. Yep. Oh my gosh. Wait,
0: maybe that's why you can't find a picture. Maybe it was James Dashner testing like the waters. James,
1: James Dashner, Sr. Alright, so I'm that's gonna That's crazy. Gonna... Are there robotic
0: spiders in that too? <laughs> Maybe.
1: Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna start I'm gonna give you the, the first chapter. Okay? I was just gonna
0: say something about that. Oh, it also kind of sounded like mist for a second. Mist. <laughs> that's true. You're gonna play or no, you, your thing was Riven. Riven scared yeah. you. Oh Riven scared me that. There's death. a new yeah. uh new game by the same creators called uh abduction. Ugh. And it's b they're like lost in like a ghost town. No.
1: <laughs> I mean that sounds really interesting. But those sure. scare you, right? Yeah, because they're so those, empty yeah, and yeah that's that's spooky.
0: What 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 is it about those games that scare you? Just the like I know. the I, empty, silent puzzle games where there's yeah. just you walking around. All right. Maybe it's that you're baby. What are you looking for, man?
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, he began his new life, standing up, surrounded by cold darkness and stale, dusty air. No, wait, that's the Maze Runner. Here's the cage. He awoke he was strapped to the ceiling of a small strange room arms legs and neck pinioned painlessly but with total restriction he could see down into the well of the room at the bottom of which was a curiously bowl shaped floor absorbing faint light through a grill not the harsh spill of a lamp but the stealthy intrusion of dawn or twilight his own dawn that of returning consciousness switched and of on the planet of the apes right switched on like a charge of current suddenly the bizarre topsy-turviness of his position reversed itself and he knew that he was lying on a bed gazing not down but up it was the ceiling which was curved like a bone-colored like the bone-colored and slightly wrinkled concave interior of a giant skull The fragment of daylight leaked through a high narrow window lacing the ceiling with bar shadows a prison cell hmm I think you want a little more?
0: Uh, Maybe. I mean, okay. it's it's interesting. Yeah. The writing's not bad so far. Yeah.
1: All right. Find so, some dialogue. Thank you. Well, I, so far, there's no one. Uh... What if
0: there's no dialogue
1: ever? No, there is. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let, let me get you some. Oh, this might just be him. Talking to himself? Yeah. Boy, he's crazy. Yeah. No, that's just him.
0: see he all like, O'Malley, you better figure this out. <laughs>
1: You're in some deep water, wow. O'Malley. So far. It's just solitary. I'm I'm in chapter three already, and there's been no dialogue except for like to himself. It's really strange. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not a lot of dialogue in Maze Runner. Okay, running. here we there go. is. There's they don't shut up in Maze Runner. Here we go. They should be do more running in Maze so. Runner. All right, all right. So now we're now we're in chapter three. All right. All right. So it looks like somebody else is showing up here. Okay. <laughs> we're just gonna go through the whole book (laughs) the figure squatting on the bed was swarthy and thick set huge shoulders big hands startled eyes almost black and slightly hooded mouth open showing rough stained teeth and forming a nervous grin hope you don't mind the liberty mate be my guest said o'malley another uncertain grin i've been wandering about woke up late found the john tried a few doors and got nowhere fast couldn't find nobody i thought this was this door was locked first time around It sticks a bit, said O'Malley, admitting nothing. So I wonder what he was doing. (laughs) I should have hollered. The figure half got up. Want your cell back? He had a tendency to talk out of the corner of his mouth. No hurry. The boy's eyes were full of unmatched questions. You don't happen to have any cigarettes? O'Malley, leaning against the door, shook his head. Name's Raxby. You're O'Malley, right? How long you been in? In? Oh, since yesterday. Excused from duties, are you? His eyes were sly. Not quite confession time for Raxby, decided O'Malley. In his (laughs) brass fashion, he was trying to bluff, hoping O'Malley would tell him what he wanted to know. Hmm. All right, so we got a second We have an
0: O'Malley's restaurant nearby, don't we?
1: I can't think of one. Huh. Where have I eaten then? I've
0: I've been to O'Malley's. Really? Once or twice in my life. You you know what? It's in
1: Massachusetts. Oh, okay, there you go. It was all right. So it's not around here. All right, so it looks like more dudes... Keep showing one of the, up. One one of the was... chefs at O'Malley's was arrested. Really? Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. We read a little from chapter five. Chapter five. There were three new arrivals the next morning, crouched at the foot of the delivery shaft, forging among a fresh cargo, bo- car- fresh cargo of boxes. Yeah. It was Ma- Raxby who came across them on his way to the washroom the boy's faces turned to him one by one nobody moving until the threat in his approach could be determined there was a thin youth with a parchment like skin another thicker set and a little taller with a speckled pattern of freckles and healing sores and a third boy undersized hair a straw colored brush nose pointing like a beak they each wore the drab denims and sneakers raxby hovered over them for a few seconds widening his shoulders don't guzzle all the food there are three more of us so far so it really seems like it's like yeah. it spirals out like the maze runner work, yeah. where they keep adding to the yeah. pack.
0: They build a uh, a map, a 3D map out of sticks.
1: Yeah, they do that. Yeah.
0: This changes every day. So
1: I don't know. I mean that's uh, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. It's a short read. Let me see how many yeah. pages we got here. 157 pages. Maybe this is a maze runner you'll actually finish. Yeah, that's true. I could I can see picking this up. Yeah. I don't mind it. Alright. I don't like Raxby so much. <laughs> Okay, well, you don't really know him. You no, know, I don't know You don't I'm know I'm what just he's about. Harshly. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, there's very little information on this author, uh-huh. but he's got a few other books that I'm pretty sure are him The Viaduct, Find Debbie, Chips and the Crossroad Gang, The White Swear- Sparrow, Swing of the Gate. So, And uh, uh, The Kill Order, the no, prequel to you're thinking of, you're thinking Maze Runner. Of Maze Runner, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Eric, you're the, you're the YA expert. What do you think of this? Sure am.
0: Uh, I mean, it sounds. Pretty good for a book written in the seventies. I kids. wonder if
1: maybe it's a little like ahead of its time. Yeah. You know. I mean. Yeah. Like, it kid. wasn't cool to trap kids it's in right. libraries like, back then. in that. peril in a. Yeah. I mean, and now that's sort of all the rage. But yeah. I wonder if this was kind of before that was. Should cool. reprint it so it didn't really like find Look, its groove. In, in
0: the world of board games. Yeah. Uh. There there were games that came out in the seventies that get reprinted now. You uh-huh. just throw a fresh coat of paint on them and people were like, oh, this game looks great. Yeah. Wouldn't pick it up with the old art and everything. Uh-huh. That book needs the uh, modern board game. Uh, retelling. And yeah,
1: apparently a, so. A
0: fresh coat of paint on the top, maybe a picture of an attractive author, yeah, who maybe looks young, like the kids yeah, reading it, like the kids. I mean, there's no information on the author there, right? So you can make up whatever you yeah, wanted. That's true. What's the author's name? Roy Brown. Roy Brown was 18 when he published his first book,
1: <laughs> just like you could be. So you think this would go?
0: Maybe if if that came out today with like an an updated cover and that description, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the dialogue seems a little. Uh, Dated. dated, yeah. But I mean, it also has that kind of, uh, from what I heard, it that kind of uh, sparse uh, Robert Parker, yeah, that's true,
1: vibe. So maybe it would, you know, maybe. Oh boy, I'm am l- looking online here, and the other cover is much creepier. What? Yeah, there's another cover option for this, and it's like an orange prison cell with like a little barred window. Some some person like slumped in a wheelchair, and some like ghostly figure sitting on a couch. Uh. So it's kind of creepy you gotta catch that would All be right, so uh, wait, I, I think that this I think this deserves a second chance oh I see that look like, at that that's yeah. creepy I think that uh, I think that maybe the people of the 70s who checked this book out according to this stamp yeah. might have been onto something yeah what do you think yeah you think we try to get people to check this book out yeah
0: listeners if you uh, like what you've heard, check out The Cage by Roy Brown or
1: would love Maze Runner for so- by yeah. James Dashner. We would love for somebody to read The Cage and yeah. come tell us what you think about it. Oh,
0: I'm looking at this picture. Give of it a read. Somebody. Nick Cage is everyone. Oh, it's so scary. What? what are as, you talking about? as Roy L. Rocky Dennis. I don't know who that is, but it's a picture with uh, Nicholas Cage. Have you ever seen the Nick Cage is Everybody blog? No. It, it just came up on this one. It's where you take Nicholas Cage's face okay. and just put it on somebody else's face. I don't like that. That's creepy. <laughs> it is creepy. You That's get creepy like a Hermione it's not Granger. not
1: particularly relevant.
0: Uh, no, it's because the picture came up when I wrote The oh, Cage okay. and Roy I at the same it. time. Yeah. So right. like,
1: that makes sense. So, Ooh. Wait, does
0: Nick Cage go as The Cage now? He might. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, did you see The Cage yeah. in Con Air? I like it. Yeah, I like it. Oh, oh man, bad. I was trapped in The Cage. All <laughs>
1: right, so final verdict for the Lonely Hearts Book Club we're gonna we're gonna say a yeah, check it out thumbs up for this did one. did you didn't? say 10 thumbs up i said a tentative thumbs oh. up because we haven't read it but based no. on the premise and based on the writing samples and this weird groovy picture yeah i say it deserves it check it out man that guy's face check out the that cage it's face. gonna be on the O'Malley's podcast face. display so yeah snatch it up and if you yeah. if you don't live in wellsville and you live in another stls system put a hold on it yeah we'll send it your way whoo eight out of five stars yeah all the books gives it two thumbs exciting stuff all right, let's talk library news, buddy. What do you have? Yeah, going we got we got to close out. I know we do. Uh, well, I'll tell you that my book clubs, as I mentioned, on. are reading. Ro-
0: Sorry, it's he, just no. Go ahead. Ben, Ben's back. Oh, he needs cash for the the taxi. Jeez. Oh, do you, Do you have cash? I gave you the Roger
1: was supposed to give you the cash already.
0: Wait, Roger, you didn't have that jacket when you going came going? in. What? Okay, you just bought Ridiculous. Roger a new jacket, Nick. Ridiculous. Great. Is what? that
1: is that my chapstick? You can't give him Roger. cash. You have
0: to give him checks made yeah, out to very specific orders, people. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous. Sorry.
0: Anyway. Sorry, Ben. Can you right. just walk? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ben's gone. He's gonna go. Okay. All right. Um No, leave the guitar. Book clubs are currently <laughs> reading Love May Fail. Sure are. By Matthew. Craig. I've already finished it. Good for you. Yeah. After that, we're gonna be reading Forty Four Scotland Street by Alexander McCall Smith. Why? Who, mark your calendars, folks, because he's gonna be here live in person, on October twentieth. Yeah. Saying thanks to sponsorships from the Friends of the Library and Houghton College. What if you hadn't said live? If you had just said in person. Well, that'll be creepy. Like, uh, it like have uh, kind of a Hamilton creepy. pistols, we're gonna have yeah, just kind of a creepy replicas. Of well, thank you for mentioning the history week. Shh, you're welcome. Up, we're gonna have talks in the auditorium, we're gonna have the Hamilton pistols mm-hmm. the replicas here on display. Other displays, we're gonna too, have right? displays from all over the county. So, that's yeah. uh, that's history week. Yeah, and that starts. Let me look at a calendar here. Uh, the 21st of September, the displays will be up in the exhibition yeah. room. So, check that also, out.
0: Also, go ahead and uh, don't forget, you can buy. Your 2017 Hamilton, Hamilton calendars, Four calendar, sure.
1: calendars. Uh, we got our first concert of the what are we in fall of the fall season. Yeah, double shot. Uh, pew, pew. So, so great, it's a great. Is this a duo? Yeah, uh, excellent stuff. I'm really excited about this yeah. concert. So that's the 15th yeah. Thursday at seven o'clock. Yeah.
0: How many shots do you think you can take before you uh, get a little? I can't I, two out of it. I couldn't even look at. All oh, right, because you don't have a liver, a right, liver anymore. No, so, no. yeah. I can I can yeah. do a couple, but I have look at me. I don't have yeah, a lot of uh, no, body weight to tiny. ratio out yeah. with the
1: alcohol. Reese Witherspoon could drink you under the table. She really that's, could. That's how. After you
0: about are. three shots, I'm like, I'm telling you, uh, I'm sorry for yeah. all the mean things I've ever said to wow, you. Wow, that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at you up. Just all kidding. right. Um, Anything else in the that's world of adults me. That's going the, on? No,
1: that's the big stuff. We got the concert. We got McCall Smith. We got my book. Club. All right, this is the
0: week where everything starts up again. Uh, September thirteenth is when we start our weekly after-school card game. So Ooh. if you are a teen listening to this podcast, one, good for you, yeah, expanding seriously. your mind. Yeah. Two, if Tell you know if you know teens uh-huh. who are interested in playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards, Magic cards, uh, Naruto cards, uh, bring them. Around three o'clock on Tuesdays, we'll have other kids with their cards. So if you're looking for new uh, duel opponents, here they are. Are you? You're not looking for a new duel opponent. You, you've got no. enough right now. Yeah, you're big I'm into fine. Yu-Gi-Oh. Is that right? No, you're making that up. Pokemon.
1: No, I haven't, <laughs> okay. I haven't played any of those. I'm right. Sorry.
0: Uh, every Wednesday at five thirty, we have our weekly teen anime club. Um, so come on to that. We got we just mod we I had mod podged out with uh, manga okay. panels, and a bunch of the kids brought their uh, binders. And they mod-podged their binders so they were all uh, manga ties oh. So now some we got some cool kids across the street over wow. at that school walking okay. around with their new uh, uh, assassination classroom and uh, Tokyo Ghoul binders. And all the kids are going to be like, where'd you get that sweet Tokyo Ghoul binder? And they're like, I made it at Teen Anime Club. It's wow. the coolest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and we just showed the Jungle Book. So... Yeah, with a great turnout,
1: too. October
0: 7th will be our next after school movie. That's going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, starring Steve Armel. Not Steve Armel. Is it Steve? Yeah. Green Arrow? I mean, Steven. Steven Armel as Casey Jones, which is obviously the name. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm kind of excited to see Tyler Perry as a Baxter. Baxter, Because it looks like he said he based him off of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's but like a, a absurd Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right. So I'm kind of excited to see yeah. that. I just watched... Uh, it was the second to last episode of Key and Peele. And uh, they did a bit with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson getting out of chores by explaining the universe. And it, it just cracked me Sounds up. Sounds good. So uh, I think that's that's a, what's going on. Yeah. So we've okay. got... Uh, if you're interested in reading Ghost Oculus and telling us how you thought about it, we've got that all set as well. Yeah, you
1: got your passive book club program.
0: Yeah. And then... Uh, it's September. So this is also when all like the YA books are coming out. Yep. So you're looking for the new stuff. We, we got it. So All right. Anything else? No, I think that's it. A lot of stuff going on in October. Yeah. October's going to be a busy month. Yeah, it's going to be. So big. September right. kind of is like
1: a slow burn to Well, birth. we're kind of getting back into the swing of yeah. things after the summer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, folks, thanks for tuning in. Remember yeah. to rate us on iTunes. Yeah. You follow us on Twitter at All The yeah. Books Show. <laughs> Facebook's David A. Howe Public Library. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us SoundCloud.com slash All The Books. We're on YouTube. Yeah. Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock on the Angelica radio station, 92.7. You can tune Hi, in Angelica. There too. Angelica. Hi, Angelica listeners. Hope you're enjoying your Wednesday night. Yeah. The rest of you, whenever you're listening to this, I yeah. hope you're enjoying that period of your yeah. life as well. Yeah. All right. Thanks <laughs> thanks for making us a part of this <laughs> part of your lives. We'll see you next time.